Welcome back in. Um, we're very lucky. He's been very accommodating to us in the afternoons. It is Daniel McCarty coming to us live from the Basin. And I must say, Daniel, uh, it's going to be a bit more pleasant conversation than I thought initially. Good start for New Zealand Day 5. Oh, better than that, Staffy. Good afternoon to you and to everyone. This is just awesome. Fifth day of a test match. Two legitimate options. Okay, we'll go three. We'll go three of the four legitimate options. Loves a tie. Uh, are available. <laughs> we love the tie. We'll always forget about the tie. The draw's gone. Bye-bye draw. See you later. Uh, the weather's good. Um, you know, bright sunshine at the moment. There's no rain in the forecast. There's still 69 overs to be bowled today. England require about 103 for victory. That's not going to be a problem for them. New Zealand need five wickets. It's so brilliantly positioned, this game. New Zealand got off to a roaring start. It was uh, Robinson, the night watchman, top-edging a pull stroke caught by Bracewell, backtracking from third slip off Southey. Then six runs later, Duckett nicking off, trying to play cut stroke um, off the bowling of Henry. And then uh, Ollie Pope steering a cut stroke straight to Latham. It took a really good catch. Gee, the catching's been excellent mm. in this uh, test match. And that was 80 for four. And there was starting to be a bit of belief around the base and reserve. And then the fans just went absolutely bananas when Joe Root inexplicably just ran the ball down to the gully region, set off for a run. Harry Brook at the non-striker's end, maybe in de- deference to, to the genius that is uh, Joe Root decided to come through and he was caught miles short as Bracewell came around through to Blundell. Blundell took the bails off. Ollie, uh, sorry, uh, Harry Brook run out without facing a ball. I hate it when that happens. I love it when it's an Englishman, though. Do we... We need one more. To, to, to really swing it into we can do it. I mean, Stokes and Root at the wicket, they can probably get through on their own. How important is a wicket and how soon do we need to see one? Well, Joe Root's one of the, the greatest uh, batters England's ever produced. What is he, approaching 11,000 test runs, 153 in the first inning. He's 61 off 67 in this. He, uh, he, he looks like a, in match-winning form to me. And the guy at the other end is probably one of the best situational cricketers I've seen in a very, very long time. He knows how to manage these scenarios, almost thrives in these uh, roles when the game's on the line and Stokes can, uh, you know, grow nine foot tall and take England home. So we don't need one wicket, staff. I want to see these two gone. I want them out of here as quickly as possible. Um, why? Because I have so much admiration for them as players. New Zealand really do need to see the back of both of them. Like, for example... Uh, Stokes could win it by himself. He's that cleaner hitter and a ferocious attacker of the ball when required. He's playing a very mature innings here, though. 20 off 65 and letting Root doing all the scoring. And New Zealanders have to get rid of both of these guys. There's still folks to come. He can play the wicketkeeper batsman. But then you get into the bowlers, uh, Broad, Leach and Anderson. Um, you should be feeling good if they've got 40, 50 runs to get those three combined. But now or never as we approach what lunch at about 10 minutes time the next you know 45 minutes of game time really might just uh, decide this one way or another because it is one way or another which is incredible credit to New Zealand no matter what happens from here they've climbed back into this when we really felt Steffi when we spoke earlier in this test match that it was long gone there's been one run out. Tim's got two. Matt Henry's got one. <clears throat> Neil Wagner's got one. Michael Bracewell, only eight overs, number 37. Who's looking most likely of the New Zealand bowling attack to remove these two? Well, I thought Tim Southey was excellent, but a very long spell of seven overs to start from the government house end. So for those who know 
uh, the base reserve, the southern end of the ground. Um, him and Henry from that end have been able to exploit a little bit of variable bounce. The odd one's gone through high onto the batsman. A couple have kept low. be a bit nicer if a few more kept low, just keeping the, the batsman in sort of in two minds. Uh, Michael Bracewell looked very, very nervous early on. England clearly tried to target him. I think his first three overs went for 23 runs, but he settled down, and he's actually getting a bit of spin, and he looks dangerous to Ben Stokes. So we've just seen an incredible ball the previous over that's, you know, leapt, spun, gone past the outside edge and barked at Ben Stokes as it went past. Uh, so he looks threatening to the left-hander while Root's looking to attack Bracewell. So that's a game within a game. So expect Southie and Henry to continue Southie's bowling from the the government house end at the moment to Ben Stokes. Uh, I'd, I'd expect those two to do a lot of the bowling from the other end. But uh, they need someone else to stand up, whether it's Bracewell, whether it's Neil Wagner, who's been better today, but still six overs going for 24. So four runs and over. Neil Wagner, they've really gone after him throughout the series, but he did pick up a wicket. So uh, we, can, we, we hope someone can uh, find a match-winning performance, a bit like Stuart Broad did in Mount Maunganui. And finally, Daniel, let's give the chance of a tie 1%. How do you split the other 99% between an England victory and a New Zealand victory? 70-30 to England right now. Right. That's fair. Maybe, maybe, I'm, being a little, maybe I'm being a little bit negative on that front. Um, I, I, I thought England, even though, you know, historically speaking, getting 258 in the fourth innings of a test match is hard to do over the course of, 145 years of test match cricket history, but just not in the last couple of years. Maybe I'm burnt by England's incredible chasing ability over, you know, the Stokes McCallum era, what they did against New Zealand in England in 2022. But New Zealand, real credit, they came out firing today. You, you could see they were really excited for this opportunity. They could, they, this will be an incredibly famous win if New Zealand can get up here. I think this would be only the third time in Test Match Cricket history, Stephanie. Let this one sink in. Third time in Test Match Cricket history, a team following on could win a Test Match. Mm. Third time in they history. Can be part, mm. they, they can be part. They can create history today. Mm. They, they can create a, a, a Test Match victory um, that they will be talking about for absolute years. Here's a glorious stroke from Root, dancing down the wicket, hitting Bracewell for six over mid-on. Boom! <laughs> Joe Root. <laughs> Brilliant, Daniel. We've got an ad break to take. I really appreciate you coming on live each day. Loved it. My pleasure. Cheers, mate. Take it easy. If they, third time in history, if they do get that win, they won't win a Helberg. Just ask AJS Patel. We'll come back after a break.